Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. And I am back after, well, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but uh, it's been a little while. So I'm taking a little time off this summer and just having two of my favorite people over the summer months. So that would be my awesome co-host, Jean Adrian, who um, I am sharing the show with today. And uh, we just did a show yesterday on her station. So we got we got a lot we got a lot happening with uh, Jean, and apparently you have just finished a book, so I'm excited to hear about that. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about my newsletter, which was all around transitions. And uh, So welcome to the show, Jean. Well, thank you very much. I am happy to be here, and I'm glad that you are back. I've missed you. Thank you. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, all I can say is, Everything just happened so quickly and was such a surprise and a shock that, uh, I mean, okay, so she was 91, but she was in such great health up until, you know, basically her kind of fall or whatever, slipping out of bed sort of thing that happened that took her to the hospital that, well, she never came back out of, although she did get to go to a beautiful hospice, which um, really... Uh, was gorgeous like just brand spanking new had just opened the week earlier and just a beautiful place and the people were lovely and I don't know if you probably don't have Chapman's ice cream in uh in the states but no never one heard of, our, of it one of our big uh uh plants here for ice cream is called Chapman's and the house was called Chapman's house so they had donated you know, like a million dollars to this beautiful uh, facility. Wow. And so everything they had all you could possibly want of ice cream, which was, you know, really challenging, but I, <laughs> I didn't have any. They also had, they were really there to serve the family and friends that came just as much as they were there for, as they called them, their residents. Um, so it, it was just a lovely place. Lovely wow. place. Like just beautiful place. So, yeah, the room was probably bigger than my whole place, and the bed could be taken out onto the to their um, deck, and it just it was just a beautiful place, quiet and lovely, and yeah. But so transitions, you know, mm. we've been, you asked me, and a lot of people have been asking me about last week, and you know, we didn't really have anything big astrologically happening last week. I th- honestly think. Um, and I think that this is going to continue on, especially into the solar eclipse. I honestly think it was the solar flares that were, uh, interfering or causing, causing some interesting energies last week and maybe part of this week. And, and I think they're going to continue until the big solar eclipse that we have, um, coming up on August 21st, which for those that don't know, um, parts of North America are going to have a full solar eclipse, which Jean, you were saying you have, um, mm-hmm. here in Toronto, it's, it's a partial, but it's, it's still quite, I think it's about a 75% one. So it'll still be quite interesting to watch. And of course you have to be careful with solar eclipses, but I think the big thing 
with solar flares and this solar eclipse is that there's a lot of light being shined. And when a lot of light's there and you are not particularly aware or not particularly um, conscious of what's going on or just even with all the energy around you of what's going on because, you know, we get involved in our everyday life and then everybody around you is going, you know, having their stuff going on that we kind of forget that, you know, to get out of their energy. We kind of forget to sort of let them, you know, have their own energy because we're such, as empaths, we kind of, you know, want to help everybody. And so we kind of just go right in and try and help people. And yeah, so this is, I think, what's been happening over the last little while. I mean, the weather's been warm, it's been humid, but I think there's a lot more that's been going on uh, with the solar flares. So my recommendation to everybody is just be really, really conscious and aware. And instead of kind of resisting, or if you notice stuff around you that just doesn't, doesn't feel right, or feels a little off, like protect yourself, however you want to do that. Put yourself in a bubble of pink divine love and, you know, or put everybody else in a bubble of pink divine love. But, you know, (laughs) it's like, be aware and don't let that excess energy that some people can't really handle. And, you know, if there's too much light, you know, too much heat, you know, that affects people's anger and just there's just been a lot of energy going around. So just be aware and conscious and just sort of let it flow instead of, you know, getting too crazy. And of course there is the M word coming up uh, next month Mm. and we're almost in its shadow period, which begins actually next Monday. So it won't be terrible bad for, you know, until we hit really into August, but um, we are looking at, um, the 12th until I believe it's September 5th. So right after Labor Day. Um, so we, we do have a long period and I know a lot of people wait for, uh, August to buy their electronics because computers and laptops and tablets, they all go on sale in August. And unfortunately it will not be a good time. (laughs) It's not going to be a good time to uh, to be buying up your uh, your computers and stuff because, uh, yeah. So hopefully some of the sales will last until uh, till the school year starts and stuff. <laughs> usually the best ones are in August. So take that with a grain of salt. If you do, just make sure you get a good um, warranty plan so that you can return it if and when things go wrong but it's also in Virgo and Mercury is ruled by Virgo so it may be an interesting it may be an interesting uh, Mercury retrograde plus we have the two solar eclipses or the two eclipses that may add some extra energy into that period so just again it's not something that we need to worry about so much as just to be aware of yeah yeah yeah, I mean, you know, it probably couldn't come at um, a more interesting time for me because, like you, I'm about to go through a bunch of transitions as well, and one of those involves potentially moving to another state, right? Um, and uh, you know, signing leases and <laughs> signing 
sales contracts and things like that. So I'm just um, got my fingers crossed that we can get all that kind of stuff totally locked up before uh, Mercury does go retrograde. Right, right. And again, so, it's just a matter of... Y'all cross your fingers for me. Yes. And it's a matter of just, you know, when it comes to those kind of contracts, you just want to be, you know, very clear in that it's a, a contract that you're you're good with versus, you know, you know, signing something when you're not really conscious. I mean, the biggest thing about Mercury is, you know, the electronics a lot of times. But yeah, signing contracts because it's anything that has to do with... Um, communication Virgo you know Virgo can have a lot more to do with your health and um, the little nitpicky things that people can tend to um, so it's like just be really really aware and if you do have to sign I mean you can't not sign just right you know look it over really make sure maybe have somebody a couple people look it over with you so that it's you know for sure this is you know a good contract right exactly yeah and you know and double check I'm going to double check out all the places that I look at um from many angles I'll, I'll you know check them out at night check them out in the daytime make sure that I don't lock myself into something for a year <laughs> where I'm not going to be happy right right well, exactly. Right? Like that those are the things those are the things that you just want to be nice and clear and you know and yeah. I mean, ideally, I don't know. Ideally, if that's if you've really decided that that's what you're going to do and stuff, then as long as you are clear and that this is what you want, then you know, that's what you do. And I know we sort of talked about that yesterday when we did a little bit of a reading for you about, Mm -hmm. you know, doing, it's kind of a sacrifice thing because you're giving away a part of you that has been, that you've held really sacred and has been part of your healing. And, you know, when you left one relationship to, you know, to really enjoy this place that you created that has been your refuge and, healing. I mean, it's been a very big piece of your life. Yeah, absolutely. It has, you know, so, um, uh, but you know, I'm optimistic that I'm stepping into the next piece of my life. You know, while I was in France last Mm. month, um, I heard very clearly that it was time for me to move on. Ah. I was in a meditation out on this beautiful veranda, um, overlooking, um, a garden and I was just, you know, and there was like jasmine growing all around the veranda. So it was, I was almost drunk on the fragrance of jasmine, you know, Mm -hmm. and sitting out there, I did that every morning. Uh, It was just incredible. And I was just sitting there and and that was what I heard very clearly that, you know, it's time, time to make a move. And I'm like, what, (laughs) you know, (laughs) where? And I got no answer. Hmm. And at that point, I had no idea that my daughter was having a health crisis back in the States. Oh. You know, so um, so I didn't know what was going on. I just, I just got, you know, it's time for you to make a move. Hmm. And um, my guides are funny like that. <laughs> right. They give me just enough information to pique my interest right. and not anymore. It's like it's on a need-to-know basis and you don't need to know yet. Right. And I didn't, because if I'd known about my daughter, uh, you know, it would really impinged on my ability to really enjoy my trip. Right. 
you know, so. Um, and had something happened that? Yeah, she, you know, she had been doing really well with her chemotherapy um, up to that point, you know, and, and um, not really having any problems at all. And uh, she had gone into something called neutropenia, mm-hmm. which is a, um, it's something that happens to, uh, to people who are doing chemotherapy, but basically her white blood count dropped down to like nothing, oh. um, which meant that she had no immune system. Interesting. So, uh, you know, and has a three-year-old in daycare. Sure. Yeah. In the germ factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, so that was the reason why I came down here and spent the month of June, mm. um, was so that, uh, you know, I could be here and it turned out, you know, that she didn't really, uh, have a crisis while I was here. I mean, I didn't have to, uh, keep the baby home from school, um, or, you know, isolate her from her mom or any of that kind of thing because nobody got sick. So it was, you know, it was a blessing, but I was here kind of just in case because sure. where I live is eight hours away. Right. So I'm not able to just hop in the car and pop over. Um, right. you know, so that's why I came on down for the whole month. And that's when I made the decision that, you know, none of us know how many days we have on this earth. You know, none of us know when our time is going to become to make another transition. And so um, if you do have someone in your family who's who's got health issues, then, you know, maybe it is a good choice to spend as much time with them as possible. And certainly if you've got, you know, children and grandchildren, you want to spend as much quality time with them as possible as well. Right. You know, so... That's I, that's the setup for right. me. Um, and yes, it is a sacrifice. I love my home. Uh, yes. Am I going to be able to find a place to live at the same monthly expense as what I'm spending on my cabin up there? No, there's no way. Um, but uh, w- will I be able to find a place that where I will be happy and I won't be settling? Of course I will. Right. And I, I don't, get a sense that that's where you're going to live right I mean I think you're going to be there for Mm -hmm. six months to a year but I don't think I don't think that's where you're going to have your next home yeah that's why that's why I'm renting and not buying right you know and I'll have to sign a one-year lease so I'll be here for a year but um you know but who knows yeah yeah I'm not sure that you are so be aware of that maybe when you're <laughs> doing your lease. <laughs> okay. That you don't think that I'm going to be here even a year. I don't know. I don't get that feeling, huh. but maybe, cool. maybe the year it's just that you, within that year, you're going to, you are going to find another place that you're going to want. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not exactly. Or, or sure. you maybe even decide to buy. Right. Yeah. But I don't so, think it's yeah. like, what does it feel like being, I mean, cause this is where you grew up, right? Yes. Uh, absolutely. It, I was born and raised here and went to college here and uh, I moved away when I was 21 hmm. when I got married. Does it feel like you're coming home or does it feel like, uh, what does it feel like? It's kind of weird. It feels like I never left. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's very strange because wh- one of the things that I've done for a low these many 60 some odd years, um, 
or 50 some odd years, I guess, since I left here, um, is I've just avoided this place like the plague. Um, you know, I used to come down here a lot when I was taking care of my aunt Lil. Um, she was the last family member, but when she died, it was like, okay, I don't need to be here anymore. You know, mm. I, I didn't leave anything behind in Tallahassee. I've been there, done that and got too many t-shirts, <laughs> you know? And, um, so I really haven't wanted to come back here. Haven't mm. wanted to visit. And I think a lot of that Lori has been because I didn't want to deal with some of this buried gunk, you know, the, um, uh, old wounds from, mm. you know, growing up in a, you know, in a dysfunctional family. Uh, you know, there was some, um, you know, I dealt with some bullying in school. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I would have to say that my, my childhood between age five and, um, and 18 probably wasn't the happiest. Hmm. So, you know, I have maybe run away from healing a lot of that old stuff and doing the forgiveness work that needs to happen so I can let it all go. And that's happening. It's been happening a lot over the last month and a half. That's good. Even as late as last night, you know, so, um, so apparently this is a very necessary step for me as I move from one reality to the next. Right. Right. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I, my, you know, my mom was in a it's small town. Like I never, I, I could see myself possibly finding like a cabin like you, but I could never live again in like that kind of a place. Cause it's very much a uh, senior kind of place because there's really not any type of, um, there's really nothing that draws people work-wise, so there's really mm-hmm. nothing there anymore. So it's, it's, it's become, you know, kind of a retirement community, or I think somebody called it a bedroom community. It's, it's very, uh, yeah, it's very quiet, very small. I'm, the population really hasn't changed since I was a kid. It was 20,000 when I was a kid, and it's 22,000 now. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and Tallahassee is the, opposite of that it's not a giant town like atlanta but it's a it's got two major universities um and uh, it's the capital of the state of florida so all of the state government Mm. is here so you know it's a a thriving little metropolis right um it's a lot bigger than it was when i was growing up here but it still has a small town feel to it oh yeah yeah Hmm. yeah so um it and for me, it's really kind of nice because I've been living in that 20,000 people area up in the mountains. Right. Uh, where, you know, we've got one grocery store and <laughs> right. 10 restaurants and, and that kind of thing and no uh, no place to go buy clothes or shoes or anything like that. So, you know, Amazon is going to cry when I move um, <laughs> because that's how I've done my shopping. But it didn't take me long to get spoiled down here to the fact that, oh my gosh, I could go to Bed Bath & Beyond and get my um, coffee pods and I could go to Ulta and actually buy um, my foundation <laughs> instead of having to order it on Amazon and hope that I like it. Ah, 
Yes. You know? And, yeah. you know, there's, there, it's a double-edged sword. You get into one of those stores and then you get the opportunity to look at all kinds of other things to spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas with Amazon, you know, it's just, okay, well, I'll get that. That's what I need. You know, okay. Uh, click here to buy. Right. <laughs> so. Right. There's that. There's that. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, it's a, just a different, whole different way of, yeah, looking at at things again. I guess, yeah, I couldn't, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not at that place, but it's, it's interesting. I mean, this past, well, it's been a little over a month for me now, but, you know, in that year, I mean, I, my brother was buried, my cat, and then my mom, and it, you know, it created a, a full cycle for me of just different change that, yeah. you know, whatever I, whatever I used to be attached to with regards to family, it definitely feels different now. So I don't know what's coming or what, you know, is happening, but it definitely feels very new, yeah. This is the word. <laughs> and I think that's the message in all of this is it really is how how we look at things, yeah. the perspective that we take, you know. Um, so, you know, you could be looking at at the perspective of what has happened in your life over the last year and go, wow, so much loss. Right. Loss, loss, loss. But yet here you're saying, you know, everything's changing and it's all feeling very new. Right. You know, so that's a 180. Right. And, and, and in the past, I think I would have because abandonment's kind of been my thing. So mm -hmm. for me not to have been, you know, impacted the way I usually typically am. I mean, it just to me, it was like, wow, you know, and in like in you know, just short of a year, all of this has happened. And I am seeing this as a like a new, a completely new chapter, something is ready to change. And I don't know what that is. I don't know if it means I'm also moving. I don't know. But I know something is, and I'm open to whatever, you know, whatever happens. But yeah, definitely something is changing and something new is coming. So it's like, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, uh, perspective is so important and people, um, who are open to change, yeah. um, can, uh, can then open to, um, the fact that the change can bring new and better versus loss. Right. Right. And I, you know, I don't know, maybe I, cause I spent a full 10 days with her, which, you know, I probably, well, I haven't done probably since I left for university. I don't, maybe, no, no, I, I haven't since university. So, and it was pretty much at her bedside most of the day. So, um, I said my piece, like I was really, by the end of it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm really okay with whatever I know. I mean, there wasn't any of it. There was no hope that it was going to get better. It could have lasted longer. Um, we didn't know for sure. You know, nobody knew for sure. Um, but it went so quickly. But yeah, I mean, it could have lasted a lot longer. But after those 10 days, I was like, yeah, I'm whatever happens. I'm really okay with it. And, and I didn't feel like I had anything that I needed 
to say that hadn't been already dealt with. So it's like, yeah, I felt really complete. Like I know that a lot of people don't get that opportunity, but it was, it was a good opportunity. That's wonderful. Yeah. And I, you know, I could feel her spirit so much more than, you know, any time before, like it, you know, it's like it was getting close to her time. So like her spirit was, was a much stronger part of her. There was, you know, the part that didn't understand necessarily what was going on. I mean, she would have such clarity and then, you know, she'd get really, really weak and, and it would just sort of change. But when her, you know, the spirit part was just getting stronger and stronger. So it was, it was an, I mean, it was a definitely a, a nice, I don't know what to say. Nice transition. It was a night. It was a mm. good opportunity for me to just sort of be there instead of, you know, trying to control things and change things. And yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Transitions. We kind of, we all kind of fear them. I mean, transition doesn't obviously necessarily mean a death, but any type of transition, any type of change, it's like our ego wants to fight. I, I know that a lot of it had to do with reading Paul Selig's books because mm. um, it just, you know, it sort of all happened near, you know, as I, I finished the one, I was supposed to interview him um, on the 13th and I ended up leaving for... Owen Sound, like, the day before? No. I left on the, yes, the day, two days before. I left on the 11th. So it was like everything sort of, I was pretty much all ready for the interview and some of the stuff. And then I then I went back and started reading the first book again because I, I hadn't quite finished that one. I just wanted to make sure I had the second one read for the interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But, it, I mean... It, his books were really powerful. Like, wow. Some of the stuff that it was like, whoa. So I think that helped a lot too. Just wherever, where I was in all of this, it just, it all came at the time that I needed it to, I guess. Yeah. You know, you know, family fighting over stupid things. Who's getting this and who's getting that. And I'm like, ah, don't include include me me any any of that. that. I don't want any, I don't like that's, I remember when my grandmother sort of, she was a step grandmother, but, um, and we never called her grandmother. We called her Drew, which is why I'm kind of not sure how to, what to call her. But she, uh, when she passed and we went to, you know, the house of my granddad's now he, you know, um, who I had such a good, you know, the only thing I wanted was this big conch shell that he Mm -hmm. used to have because he was a captain. And I just remember that was, you know, whenever we went there, I always wanted it and they would bring it to my ear and listen to it. That was the only thing I wanted. That's all I cared about. (laughs) Wow. You know, and so it was similar to my mom. Like my sister just kept, you know, do you want this? It's like, I already said I don't want anything. (laughs) Like I, it's like, that's, that's stuff. It's not important. I don't, I don't care. You know, the jewelry and all that, like, Anyway, it's not like there was a big fortune that was being left to me. It was these just these things. And I'm like, ah, 
They're so not important. Besides, I have such a small place. I don't have any place to put anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy, I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, things. They're things. They're not anything important. Stop getting all attached to things. Who cares if they've been in the family for, you know, ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that's another big point is this attachment yeah. stuff. You know, I mean, we, we all know we're not supposed to be attached to anything, um, yet uh, it's so easy. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I realized that, you know, when, I said when I came down here and I decided that I was, you know, really seriously going to move and put my house on the market and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just turned it over to spirit and I said, okay, uh, I am going to go through this whole process in complete surrender. And if this is what is supposed to be for me, then I'm going to let you work it out. Um, and handle all the details and do the house and I'm just going to um, keep moving forward and you know putting my energy in the direction that I'm guided and I left it at that but I mean it wasn't 15 minutes until I was on um, the uh, real estate sites looking at homes for rent (laughs) And, um, and then I would find one and then I would get attached to it. It's like, Oh, I really want this one. I really want this one, you know? And, um, I can't put down a deposit on an apartment because I haven't sold my house. That's crazy. Right. You know? Right. So (laughs) it, it happens so fast. It's so insidious that we don't even realize it's happening. And then wham, you know, we're back into being attached to things again. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. the human side of things, I suppose. It is. Yeah. Like my friend, her, uh, her website was down for like a long time. I'm like, okay, what would I do if my, like, there's no way I could have let, I could let my website be down as long as she right. was just like, and she was like not attached to that, but she was attached to other things that are like, clearly it's not your you know like she'd been moving away from the business aspect but for me it's like no like what would I that's do that's how we I... that's how you and I make our living exactly <laughs> so I was like oh well okay yeah like something like that I'd be attached to but you know yeah. these other things things I just I don't care right but yeah exactly I'm trying to get rid of things yeah <laughs> yeah and I think Maybe after you've done that a couple times where you've had to downsize so much that you had to give away most of your stuff. It's like that's mm-hmm. when you really kind of you let go of things because they're, yeah. you know, they just don't mean the same. No, not at all. Not at all. Hmm. All right. Well, is there any is there maybe any type of clearing that we might need to do to uh to prepare for new things to well maybe letting go of attachments since that's what we've just been talking about maybe we can do that okay so um let's uh, just take a moment surrender to spirit and ask for help and looking at what we might still be attached to and letting it go okay so the source on this is ancestral. Go figure. <laughs> so um, our ancestors were attached to it, and maybe we 
have picked up some of their stuff, these things that people want us to have when ancestors make their transition. <laughs> and sometimes it's not things. Sometimes it's belief systems and ways of living and old choices and whatever. So let's see what the setup is around this. I'm going to pull two of the orange cards. First thing it says, punished for another's misdeeds. And suicide. So, you know, what that means to me is that from an ancestral standpoint, we've taken on this um, uh, guilt or judgment about um, things that we have done where we got punished for stuff we didn't do or where we did things that were uh, that created um, like suicide for us, not necessarily physical literal right. suicide, but where we did something that hurt somebody's feelings so bad that it suicided the relationship or suicided the, um, uh, our ability to make money or, you know, that kind of thing. And the soul reaction on this is, and this is where we connect into it, loss of faith in ourselves in others and in spirit. And there's a stuck belief that we need to acknowledge so we can let go of these attachments. And the blue card is the stuck belief card, and that would be, I can't have what I want. So sometimes I think what ends up happening is we tend to hold on to stuff because we're afraid that we're not going to get anything any better than that. You know what I'm saying? Right. We stay in that same old clammy familiarity of like a relationship or a house or whatever. And it's not what we want, but we won't move away from it because we think that we can't get anything better or that we, it's the devil we know versus the devil we don't. Right. You know? All right. Let's clear this because we do deserve better than that. So the first thing we need to do is just close our eyes and look inside our bodies and out in our field and find the areas of old stuck energy that are these attachments that we have taken on from our ancestors. And just ask spirit or the angels to clear these areas of old stuck energy out of us, out of our bodies and out of our fields. And then just dig a little bit deeper and go find the ancestor whose issues, whose stuff, whose thought forms you're holding on to. And connect heart to heart with your ancestor and ask him or her, what can I do now to help you? Okay, and then ask that your vibration be raised as high as is humanly possible for you. Let's put you out of resonance with all this old stuff. And then allow your ancestor, all of your ancestors, to let go. Let them release all of their fear, all of their anger um, at being uh, mistreated, um, all their shame, all their guilt. Let them just all let it go. Let them lay it down right now. 
unburden themselves. And let's just pull one more. And, and then invite your own heart center to open and let your heart chakra release all old ancestral wounding and all, in, and all attachments. And balance the energy and heal itself. And we receive blessings for doing this work. So the first blessing is opening to miracles. Probably shouldn't pull anymore. How can it get better than that? <laughs> the next blessing is release from overwhelm. And the final blessing is a healing, healing from your awakened inner. And it's gratitude that just owns every clearing. So just take a moment and give thanks to your angels, your teachers, and your guides for helping you to let go of anything and everything that you're attached to that's holding you back from having everything you deserve, everything you desire, and positive new change. And I ask that all of our reference points are updated all ways in which we perceive and we are perceived in the world. And so be it. So be it. Well, thank you. Um, so is there anything else that's coming up for you that you would like to talk about? I know that you said you finished your book now, so that was the one with the body deva. Yep. That's and, cool. you know, I'm giving that to a publisher. We'll see what happens. Um, and, uh, so every Monday at yes. 11 o'clock Eastern, I've got my, uh, my power talk show on new earth.international. Um, so that people can catch me there where I, I usually interview an author, uh, or an inspirational speaker on something spiritual. And, um, every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, I have a call-in radio show, Interspeak Soul Adventures, on Goldilocks Network, on Blog Talk, and every other Monday, first and third Monday of the month, you are my co-host. Yeah, plus we are doing that special again, so if That's you right. uh, are listening to this show and you want to have a little bit more in-depth and personal uh, clearing and reading, you know, give us a call or just go to our websites and contact us through either of our websites, which is intuitivesoul.com or geneadrian.com. And uh, just let us know you want to take have the special. It's half hour. It's only $75. Um, so that's, you know, a great little opportunity to sort of maybe see where the new things are coming in your life or what may be blocking you from achieving those new things. Um, yeah. And it, it is a call-in show that we do on Mondays, the first and third. Um, so you could take advantage of doing it on air, which is always fun too. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, if you've got a pencil and a piece of paper, the call-in number is 657-383-1895. That's at three o'clock every Monday. Cool. All right. Well, Jean, thank you for connecting. I'm glad we were able to do this today. <laughs> yeah, me too. 
Uh, always love having you on and you will be back. Let's see next. I know that our next show will be the three o'clock on August 7th, which is a holiday here in Canada, but I'll still do it. And then the 21st, we'll have the three o'clock as well as my show. So yay. Yay. All right. You've been listening to News for the Heart, and we've been getting to the heart of what matters. And we'll be back next week. Thanks, Jean. Thank you. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org.